Welcome to Revive Ministries. And today we continue the conversation on fresh starts and the overall wellness. When this episode uploads, it will be nearing the end of January, 2021. We just made it through the holidays when you're hearing this and new beginnings is basically what we're talking about. And in the context of recovery, setting that can be an opportunity, especially fresh starts can be an opportunity. Um, and also possible piecing back some of the value that I've seen people feel they have lost. Today, I have Zach Shapiro joining me today to share his insight on the theme this month of A Brave New World. Thank you for agreeing to share your insight with us today, Zach. You're welcome. Disclaimer, I just like to share this with all the listeners. If you are in crisis, please seek appropriate professional help immediately. There's a crisis hotline in the States. It's called uh, it's 1-800-273-8255. It's a national suicide prevention lifeline. I encourage all those listening, if you're in the States or out, to look at what's available locally. There's always these, there's all these, you know, especially now there's virtual support groups. There's ways that you could still connect. And, you know, social distancing doesn't mean we don't connect. Uh, I just want to, like tradition, I always start off with a quote to spark the conversation, just uh, as tradition. So the first quote, just to spark our ideas, is every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end. The one constant in life is change. Zach, while listening to this quote, what comes to mind and any context that helped you see a new beginning, a change per se, differently today? So the first question is what comes to mind when I hear that quote. The first thing that popped in my mind was in order for new things to come into our life and new opportunities, we have to close old doors that hold us back. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, this chapter's got to close. You can't you can't be creating a new life dabbling in the past you know, decisions. So you have to be open to completely close out that chapter and then the blessings will pour out for you. Yeah, it's this intentionality, this commitment, you know. A lot of times we're so afraid of making mistakes and sometimes those pivotal moments can be the most provide the most growth you know in our lives yeah that's um, what john maxwell says he says to fail forward <laughs> fail forward yes um i know john maxwell i read some of this stuff and in life you know a lot of times we look at um fresh starts you know as a it could be a catalyst to a, a new like we're saying a new a new opportunity per se um, I see this both physically and mentally because they're so f- closely tied together. I know some people who just don't don't take care of themselves. And uh, a lot of times it stems from the idea that they don't feel that they have any value. And for me, you know, if you just look at the physical side and not the mental or vice versa, you miss a huge opportunity to really gr- make the person have a sustainable growth to wellness. What, what have you experienced in this kind of same thread, this kind of mindset when it comes to new starts and what has helped shape your attitude in wellness Have you that you experienced? Uh, for me personally, I reached a point that I was tired of being tired <laughs> and I was desperate for change. So, you know, like everybody has their own, you know, what they call like rock bottom and that breaking point. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, I just... I was just tired of feeling like I was dead inside. I was tired of dragging through my day. I was tired of complaining. 
I was tired of feeling like everything in the world was just collapsing for me. And somebody once told me, um, your life is a product of your decisions. So if you're not happy with where you are, you need to make different decisions to create something new for what you want. And that right there was just like, I don't know, it hit me like a bag of bricks. I was (laughs) like, hey, that's like some real talk right now. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's... No, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so I started like reflecting on, you know, some of the things that I was doing and some of the choices I would make in my life. And then I started to look at all the people that I was surrounded by because someone else also said you're a product of the five people you spend most time with. Yeah. So I started to look, you know, I started to look at their lifestyles, my associations and what I thought their future led to. And I really realized that like their future was going for nothing. Yeah. And if I, I didn't want nothing, then I needed to really do something different and be open and humble enough to change without thinking that I'm not good enough for it. And that's basically what it was. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of times, especially in, you know, AA or NA or like the groups that I facilitate with NAMI, um, a lot of times I see no, like I see that gratitude, being grateful for what you have and not just so focusing on what you don't have can be provide room for making that, that huge jump forward. You know that fail forward to change you know because the one thing is the one mm-hmm. constant like i said is change and i like what you said because it, it is a it is it is our connections that matter and assessing what connections we do have and not being complacent about it is so huge because um we as people have to kind of look at why we do what we do it's fundamental like i used to ask myself why do why do I do what I do? Why do I serve people? Why do I care? Why should people care about this wellness? Because it's about our connections. A lot of times I've met people um, in the VA because um, I'm a veteran myself. Uh, when I was in the U.S. Air Force during 2000, 2004, I remember going to a veteran, you know, you know, those uh, hospitals, hospice, you know, you go there. And I remember one of the people was suffering from Parkinson's and it's hard to watch. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And for me, I just, I was just present. But one thing I noticed was with him and with other people, it's not about their titles or what they had. It's about the connections they had that mattered. And because so, mm-hmm. so understanding and knowing what your connections are and why you do things. I just like what you said there. And it's, 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 it's scary, but at the same time, when you start piecing back your value and you say, I want to change, I don't like, I'm tired of being tired. It promotes a, a brave new world for you in a way. Yeah, yes. literally. <laughs> now structure, I know I, I, I used to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu back in, 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 um, in the military. And I used to do it. I went up to Blue Bell, I think. Um, but um, structure is important in anything you know having that support and safety to grow you know i was never excellent when i first went to the brazilian jiu-jitsu i was getting my i was getting thrown around the mat you know but the one one thing was you just keep going at it because the thing is when you let go and you just realize that i'm here to it's just like when i did track i was i didn't win a race because i beat people i won a race when i got my time better you know, it's internal. It's not about just winning the race. It's about improving yourself at the same time. And um, if, if we're afraid to make mistakes, I find it can be one of the most 
huge stumbling blocks in our lives because we are ultimately going to make mistakes. I think 2020 has shown us how much of illusion of of certainty we thought we had and what that really is, is important. And um, I want to share this quote and I'll give you a little time to kind of share your aspects and all these kind of threads. But this quote kind of kind of signifies what I uh, what we've been talking about. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. Jack Canfield. What comes to mind? Uh, anything you want, any insight that has helped you or have you, you seen other people in your lives has helped them move past this fear to go to a new start? Well, when I hear the word fear or like when fear comes into my life and I start thinking, oh my God, I'm like, I have fear of that. You know, that's the first thing that I have to do. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Like, it's just the bottom line because when we live in fear, we're actually restricting ourselves from the opportunity of growth. And mm-hmm. I think fear is just like false evidence that appears real. Mm-hmm. And it's only given to people who are really intelligent and capable mm-hmm. of achieving great things. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because fear is actually a skill in my mindset. Mm-hmm. And it's a skill that we practice. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is when you think of fear and something that you're in fear of, it is something that you created a um, full descriptive visual of what can go wrong. Yeah. Like you painted the picture, you mm-hmm. planned out the steps, you took the action and saw the end come as a result. Yeah. And instead of, you know, viewing those experiences in a positive way mm-hmm. for something that could build you better or create, in the, you know, a brave new world, you focused on all the things that can go wrong. And I think that's a common concept in this world. We're so programmed to be so negative and look at the wrong side of everything and how things mm-hmm. collapse instead of utilizing that same skill to create everything that you desire. Yeah. You know, uh, Nelson Mandela, I just like some of his quotes and uh, I'm gonna share two of them. Um, just, Just to throw them in there, it says, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man yeah. is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. And then, and then, on even further, Nelson Mandela says, may our choices reflect our hopes, not our fears. Fear is like necessary. And like, I like what you're saying. And I feel like with me, um, my, my people in the military, they get hurt and pain's a big issue. Pain management. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It has been a big issue. I know people who've come back from Iraq or a war and they, they're really busted up. And then they get a lot of pain medicines and then no follow-up, you know? And for me, that's, um, that's for me, that's not, that's, that's just, that's put a bandaid on the real issue. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of healing that needs to be happening. And it's not just their bodies. It's their mindset. A lot of, you know, for me being a vet myself and my brother and a lot of people my, that I'm close to, we understand this and it, it it's not a quick fix but also it's also something that you have to approach and you can't steer clear from the pain i remember these shirts when i was young it says no pain no gain right <laughs> you have yeah. to go through the pain because I, I, we kind of we feel like for for us we're like so afraid of the pain but we're we're creating like kind of shell of an illusion of of comfort for me can lead to some very negative mindsets moving forward because 
the one constant is change. I remember Albert Einstein said, the degree, the measure of intelligence is not in knowing things, I'm paraphrasing, but in our ability to adapt to change. Change is a key because I will know things and eventually I'll know more things. I'm growing older, I'm 38. I got, um, but at the same time, I'm not gonna know everything. I'm not gonna be great at everything and that's okay. But my ability to change to the ebbs and flows of life will help tremendously in my wellness. Uh, any insight also on the idea of, you know, we're, I'm just kind of transitioning to this idea of change and how us adapting to change will actually help us tremendously because I remember I had someone on my podcast. She was an alcoholic, right? And um, the problem was, she said, I could not just live my life saying not to drink a beer each day or whatever, right? If that was all it was, that wasn't enough. You know, um, was it um, Victor Franco? He was a doctor in Auschwitz as a psychiatrist. He said, you have to have a wine life. When you have a wine life, the how gets bearable. And he was in in an Auschwitz prison camp. And he said, the only people who survived that were the ones who had hope. That was it. So like it it, it was it was an inspiring book as men finding meaning. And for me, when we talk about the idea of mindset, when we talk about the idea of intelligence and how we view intelligence in this society, I feel like adapting to change is never kind of brushed over because nothing is static in life, especially our relationships. Our lives continue to move forward. This year was huge. 2020. I got married a couple years ago, a couple of months ago in September. September, I got married first time our late marriage, but it was a big decision. I had to make a huge amount of decisions this this year. But I was, was it scary? Yes, but I had to make those decisions unapologetically, like I usually said, failing forward. Because the thing was, I knew that that's what I want to do. And these are the choices I had to make, and I owned up to them. So I know I, I, with that thread, I, I want to give you time to kind of express your feelings on this whole thread and everything else, Zach. Go ahead. So on the concept of change is what yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, change, yeah, change and mindset of change and intelligence and adapting to change, stuff like that. Uh, perfect. So, I mean, when it comes to change, you have to, I believe you have to have a strong purpose for what you want. Yes. You know, um, you know, you mentioned something about like uh, someone who was an alcoholic, whatever. I abused drugs and alcohol for 12 years of my life. I'm 28. Mm-hmm. You know, and I decided to make a change at 22 years old to start taking care of my health. Mm-hmm. And when I made that decision, it was it was really hard because I didn't know what to do is what I thought. But mm-hmm. it, in reality, I'm a big believer that we already know what we need to do. We just have to be willing to put in the work. I believe yeah. God always puts these seeds inside of our heart and lets us know that we have the opportunity for change. We just have to go out and make it happen. Mm-hmm. But we get attached to what we're used to because we're in that comfort zone. Yeah. But I think comfort zone is the place where people die because too often so many people, you know, they want to... They want to change their life. You know, yeah. they want to have new habits. They want to get healthy. They want to get fit. You know, they want to live a good life. They want to make more money and all these other different things that, you know, people desire. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to actually doing it, they're afraid to leave what they call their friends 
mm-hmm. but they're really not their friends in my opinion because like you got these associations that you're not proud to be around they mm-hmm. don't live the life that you want they don't make you push any further and that's not what you're looking for but you're comfortable associating with them so it keeps you stuck in a bubble because you're not willing to go out there and start all over and a yeah. lot of times i think in society they make us feel like starting over is the worst thing that you can do instead of planting the idea that in order to have new life it's got to start from a seed and it's got to grow from the bottom i mean if we look at kids mm-hmm. kids when they learn to walk they fall down thousands of times we don't ever tell the kid up oh, you dropped you can't walk now you didn't get yeah. it the first time or the second time but as adults, we change our philosophy and the way we perceive adversity and trying something new that if you fall down once or twice, that you completely failed, yeah. you know, and we change our perception of what it's like to grow. And I think that's really interesting um, when it comes to wanting to change and wanting to better yourself mentally mm-hmm. and uh, create new things in your life because it's it's everything that you want. You yeah. know, and when you get crystal clear on what you want and you understand the process, then that mm-hmm. makes a difference in how fast the result comes, how you feel about the results and what's new to come. And sometimes you got to cut off your family and sometimes you got to cut oh, off yeah. what you call your best friend. You yeah. know? And you don't have to, and you don't have to do it in a way that's aggressive and rude. No. You just let them know, you know, in a space of love, Hey, I'm working on this new goal. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm going after this and I'm going to be putting a lot of my energy and time in this. And I just want to let you know, so you don't feel offended if I'm not present as much or if I'm not around or we don't talk as much. It's not that I don't care about you. It's just that I'm working towards this goal. And someone who cares about you is going to respect your choice and they're going to be excited for you. And if they genuinely care about you, they're going to cheer you on in the process and check in with you to see how it's going. If not, you guys organically moved separate and went in two different paths. There's no broken bridge. There's no disrespect. There's no hated friendship. It's just like you just naturally grew forward. And then maybe once every year or two, you'll touch base and be like, hey, how's it going? You know, you came across my mind. What's new? You know, yeah. and, and it goes yeah. like that. If not, you know, you just created this whole new world with all these new people doing new things, doing everything that you want. But, you know, and, it, and it's a very simple process. I mean, we, we all go through it. If you've ever been a kid and you moved, yeah. you know, you realize like your parents just upped you up and said you're going to a new city and you're not going to see your old friends again. Like it's time for change. Yeah. I think it's extremely important, you know, for us, like me, I have, I'm a dad of two girls, like to mm. show our kids that, you know, yeah. be very practical. Listen, you can pick up your life and go somewhere brand new and start over, you know, and it's okay. Like, yes, you're going to meet new friends. Yes, you're going to have to recreate what you want, but you have an opportunity if you feel stuck in a situation to recreate anything that you want and know that your family will always be there. You know, and with my kids, we've moved already, like, you know, to a new city and mm. We share the same thing. We share that, you know, we shared that practical like life experience. And they're like, wow, like that's so cool. That makes sense. But I told them the people who are most important in your life, they'll never leave. And yeah. they see that now. They see the handful of people that like actually stuck around. And even though we're in different places, like they're still supporting each other to and, you know, finding time to talk to us and connect with us and visit when they can and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, we're getting ready to make another move next year. We're going to move to a different state. And they're like, they're excited. You know, because they understand that it comes with new opportunities and it comes with new growth and things like that. But I think society has trained us to be very impulsive, Mm -hmm. especially in the world of technology. Um, We expect everything to happen right now. We expect all our answers to be given us right now. I mean, like, think about it. You know, when we we were growing up, we had to go knock on a friend's door (laughs) to see if they wanted to hang out and play or talk. Now we call you and you don't answer or first we text you. And you don't respond in 20 seconds. Now we're pissed at you. Nice. You know, and it's like, you know, like, how did that happen? You know, you 
or they ignore you and, and it's like how come you're ignoring me well first off i have a life you know and and it's not a bad thing it's just it just happened to be at a different time but we expect our results to be right now and yeah. i think that's i think you know with the evolving world of technology we got to never forget our foundation of where we started mm-hmm. and and what like you know interpersonal relationships is what it's like to go after a goal what it's like to achieve something what it's like to focus on something what it's like to be rejected you know yeah. and understand that it's just part of the process it's not it's not like it's meant to kill you but it's just meant to move you in the direction that you need to be and, it, and that's basically what i think about yeah I, you know i i like you know the idea like in the beginning you're saying even your family there's some that, for me i'd be unapologetic but loving you know yes. the thing is um you know one thing i want to say is that sometimes especially where we attach our value and how other people feel about us and i'm not trying to say that in a negative way i have friends i have people i love and i care about them but i can't be there all the time i learned this rude awakening mm-hmm. zach when a couple of people in my life went down the wrong path and i didn't answer their phone and they're not here today because they committed suicide they they completed oh, wow. And for me, you imagine the guilt that I felt. I could have answered. But what I realized, it took me years of therapy and stuff I had to go through that I can't help everyone and that's okay. All of us play a part. You know, there's one thing that I used to say is, um, it's not about where you are right now, but where you are going. Everyone plays a part, which means the environment needs to be safe, to be wrong, to foster the willingness the willingness to get help, the willingness to listen, the room to heal. Uh, unfortunately, some of the people I've talked to have made that ultimate choice that you can't go back from. You know, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I don't attach that to uh, that my value sinks because I didn't call the person right away five seconds later. You know, or all this stuff. I know I'm one individual, and I'm I could do what I can, but I can't help everyone. And that's okay. And then on the other law, other land, um, my parents, I love them. They helped me tremendously. I can never pay them back. And I'm not talking monetarily. And that's okay. You know, a lot of times we, we want to give so much, but we were not very good at getting a gift. You know what I mean? And for me, um, my parents, I love them more than the best. Maybe not, but who's to say? For me, they were there for me, and they were present. That was it. For me, a lot of us are just trying to figure out right now after 2020, and I like what you said because it's honest. It's real. We're not playing with the line like, I cannot call you five minutes every single time you call me. It actually provides a very unhealthy view. And like when we attach our value to everything, like our, our friendships, our job, whatever it is, Everything's hinged at everything else. And like I said, the one constant is change. So you might be good one day, but you'll be going down because what your family, your friend or family doesn't look, or it's not happy with you because you didn't call them. That's not sustainable. And you kind of trying a new fresh start. I'm trying to say this in the most digestible way, because some of us, you know, unfortunately are stuck because we feel like we're stuck. And for me, I would say um, coping skills, P 
piecing back your value, knowing that the urgency this whole world gives us doesn't have to be dictated. Like a lot of times we feel rushed. It's like, I have to do this now. Why? Uh, you need to slow down and realize that your time, your mindset, how you view and taking that time to reevaluate, reframe your life um, can be one of the biggest, best, best uh, management of time moving forward, especially when you're, we're talking about a brave new world and starting fresh. A lot of people have struggled this last year. You, I'm sure you know stories too, but um, I, I'm encouraged because with, that, with every closed door, there's always an open one. And like, I wanted to say this, I almost forgot. It's okay to not be okay. It is okay. Because the thing is, when we have this destination mindset, sometimes everything hinges. Like, it's like, if, if I didn't get this job, then I'm nothing. If I don't get here, but things take time. So this destination mindset in the context that I'm talking about can be counterintuitive. But when we talk about the journey, you know, the journey of life, my journey through wellness, my brave new world into the journey of wellness. That's going to take that's come to take a commitment and an ongoing structure of saying my value matters. I need to make some boundaries. I need to move forward in my wellness, despite whatever happens, while still maintaining the, the connections that are still there. You know, what I mean? so, um, no, definitely agree. I just want to say, you know, well, as we wrap up, I just want to say thank you, Zach, for coming in and sharing some of your insight. I would love to have you back again. I know we just met um, later on um, throughout the year. I have a theme each month, but I just want to thank you again. Any final thoughts you want to share with those listening on this moment? And then I want to ask you after that another question. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you inviting me, man. I, I always love to you know, share a little bit about my perspective and the insight that I have that could potentially be a seed for someone else's growth and change. Mm -hmm. um, in closing, I would just like to share, in order to have a balanced life um, that you could be proud of, it's really important for you to focus on your physical, mental, and spiritual health. You know, as a health and wellness coach, I tell all my customers, you can't sit on a chair with just two legs. You got to get your mind right, you got to get your body right, and you got to get your soul right. And if you don't have all three aligned, it's going to be really hard for you to feel that you're, you know, you're your highest potential because you're you're struggling and battling yourself within yourself. Mm. And then the second thing I share with them, you have to find the positive in all situations. When you turn all negative things into a positive mm. and you seek the opportunity and the lessons and you know something great in all situations, you start to shift the dynamic of your mindset and your belief system on how you see everything that shows up in your life. And when you do that and you only view everything in a space of positivity and love, you'll see a dramatic transformation that happens within you and everyone around you. And that's, and that's basically the core principles that I personally live on. Mm -hmm. And it makes a difference in all my customers um, and team members that, you know, apply the same thing. They see some massive growth inside of their life and are okay and excited about what's to come instead of fearing, you know, what could happen. That's amazing. Thank, thank you, Zach. I just want to ask you one last question is, I know you're doing amazing things for wellness. Would you like to share a little bit about that? And um, anything that, you know, obviously anything you want me to link will be in the descriptions for those listening. But yeah, anything you want to share what you're what you're up to basically. 
Yeah, so my wife and I, we actually run um, a business where we help people transform their lives through health and nutrition. And uh, we really want to make a difference in people's lives. And we want to help people learn to re-love themselves, but also take care of the health and find it a priority. Because when you can create the disciplines in yourself to take care of the way you look and feel, you'll realize that's the only skill set you need to create the life that you want to live. And when you apply those practices to everything you do, you'll see complete transformation in everything that you want. Um, so when it comes to, you know, some of the things that, you know, we do and we like to help is we like to shift people's mindsets. We like to teach people how to get active and, you know, reconnect to a positive faith. We don't really focus on um, speaking like a spiritual language because everyone has the opportunity to believe what they desire. But what we really focus on is thinking in something more. You got to have that greater good and that greater belief. You know, we have our personal beliefs, you know, where we believe in the Bible. And that's the most important thing for us. But everyone has something that connects to us. And you have to be okay with that. And then the other thing is when you're working towards change and you're working towards, you know, creating new relationships and things in your life, you got to be connected to the mission, not the outcome. You know, in our line of work, we see people who are heavily overweight. I mean, we have customers who are looking to lose over 100 pounds because they're the only person fit in their family to donate an organ to someone else suffering. And they won't commit to the process. Like mm -hmm. if we have a, such a simple plan, like they do phenomenal for two weeks and then fall off. And then do phenomenal for another two weeks and fall off. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like they have a strong reason why. Like they're crying when they're talking about being the only person that's able to take care of their, their sibling and not let them die, but they don't do the things that change. And yeah. then we have other customers who, you know, are severely diabetic. And they're like, yo, I want to make a change in my life. I want to feel better. I don't want to die and not watch my kids graduate and get married. But then they don't do the disciplines it takes every day to show up and make that happen. You know, yeah. so when you have a heart and you care about people and you're excited to serve and help and you want to make, you know, make them realize the greatness inside of them, you can't be attached to the outcome. You yeah. have to be attached to your mission. And that yeah. was something that was hard for us at first because we got attached to the outcome. We felt bad. We thought we were failures. We thought we weren't learning. We didn't understand how come none of these people are taking the action. Like they have a simple plan. They believe it's simple. They've done it once, but they keep quitting. We thought it was something wrong with ourselves. But mm -hmm. what we realized is, you know, the only thing we could really do is give mm -hmm. you the blueprint. Yeah. You know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. So when you're working on something in your journey and you're realizing like you're sharing, maybe you're sharing the changes you're making in your life to your mm -hmm. family and you're focused on the mission of what you want. The outcome around you may not always be what you expected it to be. You can't mm -hmm. let the outcome determine how you work towards your goal. You got to be focused on the mission and just stick true to the mission because outcomes are going to change no matter what. Mm -hmm. But your mission will always remain constant. And that's like our main focus. And that, and that's basically, you know, what I, what I have for us in closing. Yeah. And um, uh, you will send me those links and all those who are listening could yeah. check out, check out what, um, what Zach is doing. That's, that's wonderful. You know, mission is always mission. Focus is always important because, you know, you can't, you know, you can't control the outcome or have the feelings or the, the context of every individual, but what you can do the, the fact that there is this resistance shows that there's a need. Okay. So uh, that's, I just, I just want to commend you, Zach, for doing that. And um, thank you for coming in and sharing your insight. I would love to have you back some other time. Remember to stay updated with all things Revive Ministries through the various platforms, reviveministriesfl.com and through Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. 
this is goodbye from Revive Ministries a podcast leaving you with this last quote. Anyone who has never made a mistake has never tried anything new. Albert Einstein. Revive Ministries wants to say that despite the challenging times we live in today, we're extremely grateful for all the inspiring stories of hope shared last year. Revive Ministry has ambitious goals for the future. We plan to have a more structured monthly theme and engaging topics that we ex- we are extremely excited about. 92 episodes in, in just over a year, and more already scheduled to be uploaded. Your help would be much appreciated. Look at the details of the episode to find out more. And as always, stay safe and thank you for listening.